to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How's it going, Dad? Um, it's going well. Yep. Enjoying it. Not not so keen on this lockdown business that's hitting the UK at the moment. I um, know, I know. Yeah, that. Uh, I mean, I know um, up the north of England, and uh, they've they've had it uh, rough for a while now. But us down the south now have been caught up in that as well. So that's not so good. No. But we're coping. The only good thing, I suppose, is not good, but some something has come out of it is the oldens aren't going to be penalised quite so much. We, we've got a bit more freedom this time than last time. Right. We can go right. and do our own shopping and this sort of thing. So yeah. Uh, but um, anyway, we'll get over it. Yeah. But fortunately, we've got our art to fall back on, and uh, that keeps us going. Yes, of course, of course. Um, so what have you been up to this week? Uh, you've been sending me pictures of things you've completed, so I've, I've no idea really what you've been up to until you sent me <laughs> the finished picture. <laughs> no, no. But what's your approach been this week? Well, first of all, um, we I run I almost run out of um, the shadow picture pencils, as you know, and uh, you ordered more for me. I mentioned this last week, but of course we had to wait for them to come in. Yeah, uh, and uh, eventually they got to me, so I got them. I got them yesterday, so I can start on those. But I had done another um, elephant uh, shadow picture last week, anyway. Uh, that was, but but uh, in view of the fact that I didn't have any shadow pictures, because I do intend to do a few more, they're so popular. Uh, I decided to switch back to a couple of coloured pencils, uh, pictures, smaller coloured pencil pictures, uh, and they turned out well. I, I found them, and, and I, particularly the poppy one, I, I found that on uh, Pixabay. Yeah, and that really hit me. I thought, wow, that is really nice. What? How different is that? Just reminded me of the um, the poppy picture of Monet, which we haven't released yet, but one day we will. Yeah, but, of course. Uh, but I did a few um, well, last year, and uh, it reminded me of that. I thought, oh, that would be rather nice. Anyway, that one, and then the other one, which uh, was um, like a semi sunset, really, and that came out very well. So I I did two of those this week. And I've got another one on the chocks, ready to go. And then I've got uh, some shadow pictures I'm going to be doing. So I'm very busy at the moment. Plenty of work, plenty of ideas, and plenty of reference material, which is great. Mm. Yeah, so you, you mentioned last week you did a an elephant picture. We didn't get round to talking about that one because we were talking about the portrait that you did. Um mm which people seem to have loved and even Laura's given it a go did you see that I thought that was fantastic she did a really good I, job I did um it, it's wonderful once you get pe- pe- people get the hang of it you see the the shadow pictures aren't that difficult once they get the hang of it because nearly everyone I've seen has been really good and uh surprising me really but nonetheless why should I be surprised only four pencils yeah. And uh, the paper, and once you get that, it's, and you get the line drawing, then 
it's just a question of um, following the reference and following the um, the instruction. And people have done it really well. And I've seen quite a few framed as well, which is even better mm. when they frame them and, and then give them away or sell them and or pass them on or whatever. Uh, that's wonderful. So it's encouraged me now to look for more. And I have found, I found three this morning, would you believe? Three. Not They weren't shadow pictures, but I could turn them into shadow pictures if you see what right, I mean. Right. I've got experience now by looking at the picture and thinking now that would work out really well as a shadow picture uh, and uh, you've got to get the right subject you can't get a, a brilliantly lit uh, reference picture and turn it into a shadow it's got to be a halfway there before you start and then, yeah. then you can adapt it but a, so that opens it up a bit more, Steve, you know, from when I was just looking for um, the, the black and white images initially. Now I don't have to worry about that. I can look at colour and turn them into black and white. So with the elephant, was that a colour picture that you turned black and white? No, 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 that wasn't. Uh, that, was, that was a black and white picture that right. I turned. I, I changed it quite a bit as you people will see when they see the picture. I changed it because I didn't I didn't want there was there's water in it and sea and, and I I didn't want that. So I, I changed it to a like a, a deserty landscapey kind of thing. Yeah. Imagine the African plains, you know, because it's an African elephant. So I imagine the African plains and I thought, well it'd be kicking up a lot of dust, so I put dust in it as well. I bet so that worked really well with the colours that you had, the tones that you had. Absolutely. It was absolutely no problem at all. I've done something similar in the colour oh, many, many, many years ago, which was very popular. And I think that's still around somewhere on the site. Um, but that, that, was, um, that, that was very successful. So I thought, well, this is a similar uh, type of picture so this should go down well i think and, the char uh, i think the charging elephant was done for teaching art i seem to think ah uh, was it oh, i think so because right. i don't think we've got the footage for that i think it was uh, right. done or, or done for someone else i don't think we've got that i know the picture you're meaning because people have inquired about it before but there isn't anything mm. that i've got connected to that so um, that makes me wonder if it was done through another company it, it probably was yep thinking about it, it was one of the wildlife uh, videos um i don't think they're around anymore uh, i don't think you even teaching art i don't think they've got them now the dvd no i think it's a long time ago if, yeah it was yeah i think if it is it's probably on their on-demand service now um because mm -hmm. you did a few for yeah. them didn't you it's probably on there, i did on the saa sure. demand um never mind they've got their shadow picture now which is uh, every bit as good yeah yeah for sure uh, so that is quite a good subject to uh, an elephant facing on sort of coming towards you and and stuff it's quite atmospheric um mm. but what was it like because you did you do the portrait first and then the elephant or did you do the elephant and then the portrait uh i did the portrait first and then the elephant so it was after that. Do you think going from the portrait, which is quite tricky, to the elephant, what was that harder to do, or was that more straightforward? Having already done the portrait and tried to tackle that. Um, 
I think once you get the hang, as I've said, of, of shadow pictures and the pencils, uh, you you can adapt almost anything. It doesn't really be present. It doesn't present me with a problem. The subject material, because you're only working on the colour uh, differences. Mm. When you if you went from a a full portrait, coloured portrait, to a full coloured elephant, that would be different because you'd be looking at tonal values, a lot of different uh, types of effects. But basically, when you're looking at the shadow pictures, you're looking at the same effects, um, and but just different structure. And to a certain extent, I suppose you're looking at the image, whereas a, the portrait was very serene mm. and a, a beautiful, if you see what I mean. Whereas the elephant was, you know, um, very uh, in your face. You yeah. know, it was. You got to make it look. Not threatening exactly, but that kind of um, atmosphere. Yeah. Difficult to describe, but that's what you're doing. When I'm when I'm looking at any picture, I'm looking at what it's what it comes out at. You know what people see it, how they view it, how what their impression is, and uh, that's what you're really trying to do as an artist. Anyway, you're, you're trying to create an imagery which uh, affects the emotions yeah like like a, a cat for instance generally speaking a cat creates a, a, a nice cuddly warm feeling uh, but you know and then but other animals don't have that any wild animal generally has doesn't have that you don't you don't want to cuddle a leopard or you don't want to cuddle a, a tiger you know <laughs> whereas you do you do a cat and you pet a dog but you wouldn't want to pet a wolf you see what i mean you, you've got you kind of so what you're doing is trying to create the the, the right uh, ambience the, the right uh, feeling that uh, comes across that's how it works with me anyway yeah but you get you get a beautiful portrait of a, of a lovely woman, then you want to create that imagery too. You want to create that beauty. How do you, do you have that just in the back of your mind then? How do you sort of bring mm. that ambience to the picture? Um, I think it's instinctive, Steve. You know, we talked about instincts before and that's, it's something that you instinctively do. You do it once you've mastered your art you know your subject your um you know everything you know you know how to use the pencils you know how to use the lighting you know how to use the contrast all of those things you've learned so what you do then is you can concentrate and focus on the feeling you want to create yeah uh, when i first started on the shadow pictures the first one i did i liked it because it was simplistic and i thought with that, those simple lines, I can produce uh, an effect, which is what I've done. But I've elaborated on that quite a bit now uh, with the pictures I've done. And if you look at the pictures I'm going to be doing, and I've got a, oh, I've got at least a dozen that I want to do now, mm. and they are advanced from what I've already done because I've I want I've stepped out of my comfort zone now. Yeah, uh, into an area where uh, it's a bit more challenging. I like that. I, I find that ex exhilarating. Yeah. 
And that's when you get, because you can focus on the feeling you want to create from that picture. Mm. Mm. Interesting, isn't it? It is. And from what you've been saying, I can draw parallels in the performing world with things like singing. So you could learn a song in terms of singing all the right notes. But then once you've got the notes, you know you can hit the notes and you know how it, how the song goes, you can start performing it, especially with musical theatre, you can start acting it, you can start creating some sort of um, performance to the song. And I suppose that's what <clears throat> what you've been saying with the shadow pictures is that you've learned the mm. techniques of what pencils do what, and then you also have in your head now the... Uh, atmosphere the ambience the other things that sort of um polish it up a bit more create a little bit of finesse a little bit of something extra in terms of Mm. you'd get someone singing a song and they'd sing all the right notes but then they'd be doing something extra with it that you can't really describe but they're creating something else around the song other than just singing the right notes or putting the pencil to paper you know and i suppose that's would you say that's a a relevant parallel to what you were just saying Without, definitely definitely and i've very often when you see great musicians playing uh, andre ria is one of them that uh, i've noticed particularly when he's playing his violin his face is contorted he's really lost in what he's doing he's yeah. not he's playing all the right notes because he's learned them and he he can it doesn't have any any difficulty, and but it, it's if you get a close up of him, particularly his facial expressions, he's going through all the emotions of that song or a piece of music he's playing, and it, you also look at the um, his hand movement on the strings. I was looking at but one in wonderment the other day at one of the pieces he was playing on his own. Well. Yeah he was in the foreground and there was a tinkling music in the background, but basically it was, he was the one that was performing the, uh, the, the tune and his, his touch on the strings was palpable. You could see and feel him actually getting into that music. It wasn't yeah. just playing the song. He was living the song. Yeah. And exactly what you're saying with a singer, if you get a good singer, uh, the emotion comes out, the facial expressions, the hand movements. Uh, and pianists, very, very much the same. When you get, get a good pianist, they're moving their heads, they're contorting their faces, they're, they're actually living the song. Now, I don't do that when I'm doing my art. <laughs> you don't contort your face okay. while you're drawing? <laughs> well, no. Well, I probably do if if I wasn't chatting away nine to a dozen. But when you're talking, I do actually express that in my uh, speech and my narrative, though. People yeah. probably feel that when I, I, I sometimes I go quiet. You've mentioned that to me. When you're trying to audio, you think suddenly you've gone quiet, Colin. You have to turn the audio up a bit. Well, that's because I'm losing myself, even though I'm chatting away. I'm losing myself in creating the picture. And sometimes you see me just put a little touch of something in, uh, and it changes 
the whole picture, particularly if I'm doing an eye in shadow in the eye. I've done that a few times where it wasn't on the, the original picture, but I felt it needed something more to it. So I just put a little touch of, usually it's a lighter color into the dark, and it changes the whole thing. The whole thing looks different because you've done that. That is instinctive because you're not copying it. Yeah. Something you feel needs to be done. Yeah. Interesting, though. Really when, interesting. And It is. It is. When did you first start noticing that you were doing that? Like, when did you get to the point where you sort of started in your art to create, add a little bit of something? It should start to feel the artwork. When did that come for you? I know well, it's a long time ago. Oh, it's difficult to tell. Generally speaking, when I was doing my um, classes and my workshops, it doesn't happen then because what you're doing, people are following you and copying you. So you don't have that same touch. But when you're doing, when you're on your own and you're you're uh, creating, um, I suppose it started then when I started that. Uh, I, I can't really tell you. It, no. it, it just it, it suddenly happened. I bet that a few of our listeners could probably relate to that, though. Maybe I'd be interested to hear at what stage people went from. I mean, you're always learning, but went from just sort of putting pencil to paper and sort of following the class and going, right, this is what I'm doing, mm. and then start to lose themselves in their artwork. I suppose when they go on to do their own pictures, they start to get more of that. I'm not sure. I'd be interested though to hear. Oh, I'm sure. Well, I, I can see it now in, in some of the pictures that are being uh, brought forward. I, I can see those those touches. Uh, I can, and I know people have, you know, if they're focusing on drawing and all the techniques, it's not so easy because you're just following what you see. Mm. It's when you come away from that, and you, maybe you've maybe you've done your drawing, and then you look back on it and think, do you know that? You think to yourself, if only I could just change that slightly. And then you, you touch it with a pencil and it happens and it works. Uh, and that's, that's when you can uh, – very often when, I'm, uh, it, when I actually finish a picture, I revisit it after I finished it because I look at it again. Very often it's uh, when I'm doing the uh, the editing of it. You know, I'm putting it on the computer and checking it out, and I look at it, and I'm scanning them in. And I look at it and think, that's not quite right. Now, you wouldn't think I could, you know, do that afterwards, but you can. You can look at it and think it's not quite right. So I then uh, rescan it after I've done the little tweak tweaks i suppose it's and uh, and then i'm thinking oh that's better right i see i see so is that something people will probably instinctively learn to do as well when they look at their work oh yeah definitely definitely that's something to come with most people some are doing it already but i think others will do yes you'll do it as you go on because if you're passionate about what you do if you just finish a picture and say oh that that'll do um well then that's how it's going to be but if you look at a picture say the only danger of course with something like that is if you, you can take it too far you can touch something and, oh what have i done yeah and so you've got to learn that's that's the lesson so you've got to learn but most of the time when i do it uh i look at it and think if i just 
do something. You can see it. You can see it doesn't quite, something doesn't quite work, doesn't quite add up, and then you can do it. But yes, it will come. Hmm. And uh, and it's something that's very exciting as well when it does happen because you can't wait now to get onto your next picture. I'm always the same, but I, can't, I just can't wait now. I've got I've got it lined up my next one and I haven't started it yet, but I can't wait to get back onto it and do it again. Was, you you never lose that enthusiasm. I was going to say it must be a little bit of an addiction almost because you can't you can't wait to to express Definitely. that those yeah. feelings again through your art. You can't wait to indulge that. Uh, meditative, instinctual, uh, intuitive side of you, right? That's right. Absolutely. You're quite right. And I think it, it's, it, we're very fortunate um, that in, in, as an artist, you can keep going as long as your, you know, your faculties work, your, your eyes and your, your, your hands. As long as they ca- carry on working, you can go on and ad infinitum until you drop. Mm. But uh, actors and um, singers, uh, people who have, have, uh, rely on their voices and so on, uh, they must find it very hard once they have to actually call it a day. Yeah. If they haven't, if they haven't got anything to replace it with. Yeah. Uh, exactly. must, that's that's very hard. That's the key, isn't it? To replace if you can replace it, because I think that, like we've said, there's a lot of parallels to be drawn between different arts, and um, you can get the same indulgence, not this exactly the same indulgence. Because if you are a singer and you love singing, it might not be the same <laughs> if if you pick up a pencil and start drawing. But you can still um, use that instinctive intuitive um expression self-expression through a, a lots of art forms um, mm. and i think that's why a lot of creative people don't just have one art form they they do lots of different things that's right absolutely because you can get the same if you were if you were a singer and you'd lost your voice but you had a an aptitude for art uh, then you you just switch to that you get yeah. the same you get the same feelings um, in another in another medium, a lot as you say, a lot of people, a lot of uh, entertainment uh, people um, do draw or or paint. Yeah, uh, and, and it doesn't really matter too much if you're not very good. To be honest, because you're still you're still finding that challenge. You're still uh, trying to achieve. Uh, yeah. you know the, the results. And so I don't think it, you don't have to be terribly good at it as it's, long as you enjoy it. It's that famous quote that's uh, it's not it's not the destination but the journey or something like that. Not terribly worded, but um, but it, it's basically they say that, don't they? They say it's absolutely it's not about where you're going. It's about yeah, getting yeah. the journey. No, that's right. It's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree with that too. Um, I. I, I do enjoy working, and I've got the privilege, really, of being able to pass it on to other people. Mm. And, that, and that that is an added bonus to me. I do the work, and I and, and I do get to watch it back because I have to watch all the videos back. And when I do watch it back, sometimes even I'm surprised because you know, like I would be like a, a viewer, one of our members looking at their, me on the screen mm. and I get the same thing oh, oh and I see things that 
could go wrong. <laughs> and I think, am I going to get out of it? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, it, you yeah. get that sort of feeling again. You can repeat that feeling mm. once you, you watch it back. Uh, so I know what I know. Sometimes I get the, uh, the the same feelings that the viewer would do uh, when I watch it back. But I'm perhaps a bit more critical because I'm looking and thinking. Mm, the next time I do this, I'm going to remember that I I shouldn't be doing this, or I should be doing that, or, or I could do that a bit better. Yeah. Uh, but that's all. That's the progress. Uh, that's what uh, this is all about, really. To to improve and to get better. And I think my shadow pictures actually have got better than the first few I did. Mm. People probably wouldn't be able to see that, but I can. I can just see little tweaks that I've done and I've learned. And uh, yeah. interesting, though. Yeah. And also what you can get away with, because sometimes you can overwork something, you can overthink something when it doesn't need it. I tell you what, typical of that was the eye of the portrait I did recently. Now that eye on the um, reference picture was nothing at all. There was no uh, light in it. There was, it was just a, a kind of like a dead eye. So I looked at that and thinking, well, how can I slightly improve it? And I had to slightly improve it, but I could have overdo done it. Mm. You know, you could overdo that and think, well, I, I, I think I'll just do this and I'll make it look a little bit better. And then you ruin it because you, then you lose the impact that the original photograph had. Yeah. So you've got to keep that origination, but you can also just tweak slightly. Perhaps put a bit of a shadow there, which is, I think, what I did on that one. A little shadow. But you've got to be careful on something like that because, you, as I say, you lose the the impact that that original uh, photograph had. Yeah, it's going. Could, it's going. It's like you've always be, said. Be careful when, when you go away from the reference picture. You're in dangerous territory. <laughs> you, you, you're, you're, yes, you are. You unless you unless you know what you're doing. Yeah. But the great thing about the pastel uh, pencil is you could go take it back again if it didn't work. You can change it, which is what I've done on a on a few occasions mm. oh that didn't work right put it back to where it was you mm. can do that you can't do that with watercolour no of course it, you, you can do it with other mediums but watercolour would be impossible to to because to, if you try taking it off or um, watering it down it gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse in the end <laughs> so you, you just give up but pastel pencils you can make those adjustments mm. Lovely. Excellent. Well, I think there's, uh, there's lots of really good discussion what we've just talked about. So I, I hope people have found that interesting that uh, the shadow picture will put on the, the picture so people can see it on the podcast artwork and the on the blog on the website so people can have a look and anyone that wants to give it a go, please go for it. Um, but we're, uh, yeah, we're going to be putting that one up. I don't know in the, in the next coming months we've got a huge backlog um i'm still waiting for the internet to be live at the new place so i can't do <laughs> any uploading um on my hotspot uh, tethered to my phone unfortunately so there's been a bit of a delay in getting some more projects uploaded but um i promise that i'll make up for it as soon as i have 
a good internet connection. <laughs> well, you, what you could do, you could look at maybe Christmas is coming um, just a few weeks away now. You could give them a really bumper Christmas, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Good, yeah. Good, a few demonstrations going in and a load of some more shadow pictures. Um, I think people have got enough to get on with, though. Goodness me, you've, got to, you've done very well with what you've put up so far. Mm. But uh, I know it, it's tempting, isn't it, when you when I've just done another picture, oh, I want that to go up, but I know it's got to go on. It's got to go on the, in the queue, so yeah. to speak, because there's a lot of lovely pictures that uh, are just waiting in the wings yeah. uh, to be done and to be put up. So you can give them a bumper Christmas, Steve. I will. I will. We'll give them a big bundle of classes okay excellent well thanks dad for for that it was a really good talk and i hope people have enjoyed it and we'll be back next week to talk more about what you've been up to maybe these colored pencil pictures and also anything else you've been up to in the next week surely excellent lovely <laughs> well thanks dad thanks everyone for listening i'm Stephen bradley and i'm colin bradley enjoy, enjoy your week, week. <laughs>